Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, we're having a giveaway in honor of a year of scriptural study. And since we are so happy to hear our listeners participate in our scriptural study, we are giving away a CIFA Bible worth $110 plus tax. This giveaway is open to all listeners and the requirements to enter are to send me an email at, this is one word, cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. Number one, introduce yourself. Number two, let me know how I'm doing. And number three, tell me how you are benefiting from this program. You can be as short or as detailed as you want. And you can also enter more than once. The winner of the drawing will be announced on June 18th, 2022. That's the Saturday. Thank you for being a part of our platform and good luck. Hello everyone and welcome back. This is a special recording. As you know, I am still putting the finishing pieces on how the devil fools the world. But while I was doing all of that, and you know it's taking weeks because I haven't done a a lesson, a daily lesson in a while. So you know, if I'm getting on here and I didn't finish the devil fools the world, you already know there's something that's on my heart and something that's looming around, period, that I need to address. Now, as we are still in times of uncertainty, aka this pandemic, epidemic, whatever else happening, and now we're going into food insecurity, which is not a big um, surprise. This happened 101 years ago. We already talked about that. And um, there's so many things trickling. I uploaded a lot of books to give you information about what's going to be coming down the pike with the 12 plagues and all of that. So if you haven't listened to it, please listen to all the books that I've uploaded and understand this is about end end times. That's the reason why I uploaded the book, because these books are about end times Mm -hmm. that I uploaded and understanding who the most high is and what's going to happen. But... I don't want to sway around from this lesson's topic. And the topic is to choose happiness. Okay. That's what I said. Choose happiness. Now, today is Monday. It's supposed to be a hell of a day. I'm not going to say what the hell of a day is, but I guess you can gather it. I want to talk about people that are stuck inside their own heads. How are you stuck inside your own head? Being miserable when you are blessed and highly favored, the most high said. You choosing to be miserable. 
in life, we have to choose to be happy. Okay, you get to choose because you have a free will. I already told you, you have a free will. The angels have a free will. This is why there's wicked angels because they chose to be wicked. And you, as a human being, that little light inside the fleshly coat on this physical plane called earth are choosing to be miserable. Now, I'm not saying everybody, but a lot of times when we make our decisions in our lives, a lot of times we choose the unnecessary way or the way that's going to give us the most misery. And we do this without even thinking, simply because the devil is the prince of this air and he's the one who's running stuff. So he is bamboozling you. He is tricking you, okay? He is deceiving you. It already says that the, um, the devil deceives the world except for the very elect. Why is he not deceiving the very elect? Because the most high is working with them. Now, let me get into this choose happiness. First of all, why do people choose to be miserable? Like I said, they being fooled. The most high does not give us more than we can handle. I already went through that scripture a thousand times. He doesn't. It's always a way. It's always a way. You may not want to choose the way, but there's always a way. There's always when the door closed, there's always a window open. If the window's closed, the door is open. Whether you walk through the door or go through the window is up to you. If you want to stand there and be miserable, you want those demons slash devils to continue to batter your mind, batter your brain, and give you misery, then that's what you choose to do. And nine times out of 10, that's what we as a society are doing. We stand there and we feel sorry for ourselves, which is another spirit, a wicked spirit, and we want somebody to save us when that is not how it's supposed to be. Now, let me get into this lesson. Misery loves company. Nevertheless, you are blessed and highly favored. So that's what the Most High says. You're blessed and highly favored. So where's the misery coming from? Misery is a spirit, okay? And you need to check the scriptures, check the Testament of um, Solomon. There's spirits everywhere. Check the book of Enoch. Check everybody, check everything. Everything that I uploaded, check it. It always got something to do with devils. Working on your mind. The mind is the battlefield. We already understand that. This spirit of misery, it moves mysteriously. You can't see, you, but you can feel it. Your spirit can feel it. But you don't, a lot of people don't understand who they are and who they belong to. This is why they get deceived. If you knew who you were, this little light of mine, a spiritual um, soul made by the most high in a physical fleshly coat on earth. And when your time is up, you're going back to the most high. If you knew that and you knew who you belong to, everybody who came from one place is going back to that same place, the most high. If you knew who you were and you knew who you belong to, then you wouldn't let these spirits get to you. Nevertheless, people are fleshly. They think fleshly. They act fleshly. They allow the flesh to rule them. And this is where the devil could get you. So like I said, it's a mis uh, this spirit that's misery because the, um, the saying is, and this we say, in, especially in the melanated community in the United States, we say misery loves company. And why do we say that? 
because when somebody's miserable, they want other people to be miserable too. So they take their miserable selves to whoever it is that's living their life and being happy, and they go dump the nonsense on them for free. Now, I say that because you can always get a therapist. I told you before, I'm not against therapy, okay? I am in the mental health field in some capacity, and I am telling you, there's nothing wrong with getting therapy. With that being said, back to the spirit. We're going to always get plagued by spirits, but like I said, and it says in the, um, the apocalypse of Abraham, that if you listen to the devil, then he got you. So that means you're listening to everything the devil said, even though the most high said that you blessed and highly favored. Okay. So let me continue. So this spirit moves mysteriously and it targets happy and content people. And it drops a dark cloud on its willing, listening victims. Did you hear what I said? Whoever's listening to this and willing to listen and feel, oh, I feel so sorry for this person. The devil got him. Okay. And this is not to say don't help people because I already told you the most high does not give you more than you can handle. So if that means that you go to somebody and they're able to help you like a therapist or go to somebody who has strong spiritual foundation and maybe talk to them, maybe your pastor, if that's what you want to do, or somebody who can help you. Actually, there's therapists that do deal with, these are really therapists, licensed state licensed therapists that also have a, um, a spiritual um, foundation and they're able to counsel you um, spiritually. Yeah, there is actually a license, yes. So you could do that. But the average person goes and they'll start telling their friends stuff. Now, the, a lot of times when you have a friend, the friend is pr uh, probably on your level. That may that be financial or emotional, you know, you share certain things when you're friends with somebody, you know, and, and I mean, in all capacities, you could have come from a broken home, you could have come from the same type of socioeconomic um, level, anything like that, that makes you friends, because um, similarities bring people together, you know, and so a lot of times you will go to your friend, who probably is on the same level, got their own stressors, got their own stuff, and you'll go dump your stuff on your friend or bring something to your friend when your friend is feeling good today and you go and you dump that mess on your friend and now this dark cloud is looming over your friend. And then you go and you happily go, still having the issue, but you happily go and, and leave that friend with that, uh, that nonsense. That is a spirit. The spirit is guiding you. The spirit is guiding you to do these things to your friend and you don't even know. You have no idea that this spirit misery just used you to go to your friend and dump um, negative, I already told you that negativity, which is a spirit on them. Back to the saying, misery loves company. I need these people, everybody who does this, because a lot of times, it's people that's bipolar. A lot of times it's people that's coveting other people's stuff. A lot of times it's something that's happening to the person that will bring it to people that are happy, content, and don't have the issues that you have. You will bring it to that person. And I'm gonna give you an example. 
there's somebody that I know that is uh, the most high is dealing with them. So if the most high is dealing with you nine times out of 10, there's things coming your way and, and it's like a test. I already told you the most high tests you and the devil taunts you. Okay. So when you choose to go to the most high's way, you are going to be, the devil's going to choose war against you. And when I say the devil, I mean devils. The devil's just the captain. He's the captain. And there's a bunch of devils all over. I already told you in the firmament, in the skies, uh, in the air, on the earth, under the earth. That's what the Most High says in the book of Enoch. So you're in a battle. And, and you can also go to the Testament of Job, which I uploaded and understand that uh, the, the, um, the angel told Job, you're going to be in a battle with the devil, but you're going to win if you are able to endure. So what the devil does, some of his devices, when he uses other devils to plague your mind, he, the devil will choose, pick and choose who they want to plague. Say like you, all right, you already miserable. You will go not to plague your sister that already is uh, dealing with whatever. You will plague somebody who's called themselves your friend or somebody you rely on that's not um, miserable or none of that, and you will continue to pick, 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 pick with that person. Now, you won't pick with your man or your woman, none of that. You won't say nothing to them. You will choose a specific person to do that. That's calculated. So that's how you know that's the devil doing that, okay? This is what I want to say to you people who are doing these things, whether you know it consciously or not. People are not born to make you happy. Okay, people are not born to make you happy. Okay, that's not their jobs. They're able to help you, but they're not your everything. Okay, nor are they the source of your happiness. The most high is the source of your happiness. Okay, people who are miserable want you to lift them up out of their slump. Okay, that the devil is plaguing their mind in. Because more than likely their problem is that they're either covering somebody's stuff or it's something that they could deal with on their own that they just don't want to. Okay, we all have a choice. Nobody is putting no gun, nine times out of 10, to nobody else's head to make whatever decision that they made. And when they make this decision, they run to the people and want other people to solve their issues and make them happy. There's no such thing as somebody else making you happy. Okay, even when somebody who's unhappy starts complaining and wants you to listen and do all this, the minute you listen and you know you're not strong enough to lift them out of their funk, you shouldn't be listening. Just like the angel told Abraham, do not listen to the devil because once the devil starts talking and you start listening and answering, then he has you. I don't understand why people keep doing that. This is what's supposed to be happening. And I'm gonna give this example. If you are in a plane, what they tell you before they tell you to strap up, buckle up, do whatever we get ready to send. If the um, if turbulence starts happening and they lose a um, they lose control of the uh, plane or whatever, and it's getting ready to go down, the first thing you have to do when those um, emergency masks unlock uh, themselves from the uh, the ceiling of the plane or the top of the plane. You must 
put the oxygen on yourself before you can help anybody else. Okay. If you know you're not strong enough to deal with somebody else's nonsense, then don't deal with it. I'm talking to all those people who continue to hear the nonsense from somebody else that's not happy. You don't have to hear it. Where in the scriptures or anywhere does it say you have an obligation to hear somebody else's stuff? Where does it say, what rule does it have anywhere that it says you have to save this person if they don't want to be saved? That's just, the miserable people is just like somebody putting, somebody who's miserable putting a gun to their own head and want you to save them from themselves. Where is it that you have the obligation to do this? And what it does, it breaks the person's heart because they can't save the person who chooses not to be happy. This is what happens. This is what I'm saying to those people who, who, refuse to be happy you need to choose happiness and for those people who uh the unhappy people keep running to with these unrealistic expectations you need to step back and save yourself okay i'm just gonna say this those unhappy people nine times out of ten what they complain about is things that they have to deal with every day that everybody got to be with every day this is what they complain about. They make a mountain out of a molehill, hill, really. They complain about all kinds of things that everybody else got to do on a daily basis, like pay bills, work, take care of their kids, deal with um, minor adversities and drama in their own lives, dealing with their man, dealing with their woman. Oh, they don't like this. Oh, they don't like that. And that's what they got to deal with. And they're making a big deal out of it. And they're coming to you with it all the time. They choose misery when they need to be choosing to be happy, okay? Feeling sorry for yourself is not what you're supposed to be doing. That's a trick of Belia, meaning wickedness. It's a trick, okay? I bet you for these people who continue to choose misery, if you wrote, if you got a piece of paper and you wrote a line down a piece of paper about all the things that you have versus all the things that you don't have. And I mean, be humble about it. Be humble about it. And what I mean about all the blessings that you have, because I did do a lesson about blessings. You are blessed and highly favored, number one, and count your blessings. If you can write down all of the things that, um, that you probably missed or neglected to add, like the fact that you could talk, the fact that you still have two working eyes, that you're able to breathe and your lungs are clear, that you got all your teeth in your head, your hair is not broken off and you don't have no scalp issues. The fact that you could, you have friends and you living in the house and you paying your bills, these are blessings. Everybody don't have that, especially during these times. I bet you if those people who choose to be unhappy, if they wrote humbly all the things that they have, they would be more blessed. They would have more blessings than they have curses. And they will have no reason to be miserable. No, they continue to listen with, to what the devil is saying to them. Oh, this is happening to me. Oh, this is happening to me. It's happening to everybody. You, you are not this special being that the devil said, oh, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna get this person because if I get this person, then um, then I got the most high in my pocket. No, you're not so special 
that only things are happening to you. This is selfish. This is self-centered and it's ignorant and it's disrespectful. And I'm going to tell you why it's selfish. It's selfish because selfishness is me, 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 and I'm not thinking about nobody else. That is also self-centeredness. Like nobody else got a problem. Just because you don't hear other people's problems, which nine times out of 10, you won't be listening to other people's problems. You just want people to listen to yours. Okay? It's ignorant because you think that nobody else has problems but you. But we're all on this um, planet together. We're all in the same water, just different boats. We're all in the same hot water, just different boats. And because that person's in a boat and they feeling turbulence from the hot water, they think nobody else got um, turbulence from the hot, hot water. Just because other people you see every day and you don't hear their nonsense and you don't hear them belly aching and complain about everything every five minutes does not mean that they don't have issues. Everybody in this world, I don't care if they rich, I don't care if they poor, I don't care what it is, everybody in this world has issues. Just because you don't hear about them doesn't mean they don't have them. Nevertheless, these people that continue to plague you are being plagued by the devil and they refuse to choose happiness. We all have the same free will to choose happiness. And my suggestion to you, miserable person, is to choose happiness. In whatever capacity you are not feeling at your best, you feel miserable, do not go run to somebody else and dump your stuff on somebody else, not unless you're paying them for your time, okay? And I already told you, time is money. If somebody wants to um, help you and you're able to pay them for their time, then that's fine. Or even if a friend, you know, you need a friend, like I said, there's a difference because the Most High does not give you more than you can handle. They will, he will send somebody in your life who's strong enough and has resources enough to help you. That means mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. If they're not able to help you in any way, you cannot blame these people. You must choose happiness for yourself. And there's always a choice. Like I said, it's always a choice because we're not living on this earth that there's no choices for nobody. Everybody got a free will. Nine times out of 10, you did these things on your own. You chose a wrong choice. And that's just what it is, a wrong choice. You can always fix the choice, but to run to somebody else and try to make them help you and fix your choice, that's not right. It's self-centered, it's selfish, and it's ignorant. And whoever keeps falling for it is just as ignorant as you are. Now, mind you, I didn't say stupid. I said ignorant. That's being bamboozled by somebody else. Sometimes some people don't know that they should allow people to fall so that they can become stronger. The Most High tests us a lot of times because he knows that you Teflon. To continue to, um, to uh, run to somebody's aid every five minutes, that's not helping people either, okay? To aid them in their nonsense is not helpful either, okay? Sometimes you need to step back and give that person the uh, ability to look at things, um, look at the perspective and try to solve their own problems without you running to them. Because when you keep doing that, that's what they're going to keep doing. That's what they're going to learn to do. And that's not, that's not how it's supposed to be. Okay. So I have some scriptures that I want to read to you. 
to prove to you that the most high is right there all the time, that you should and could choose happiness and that he doesn't give you more than you can um, take, okay? And sometimes we have to, and I'm getting ready to say this. Yes, I'm gonna say it. Sometimes we have to embrace the negativity and adversity that comes in our lives because that means we're strong enough to deal with it. You already know that the devil's a spirit and he's not gonna stop doing what he does. He's, he doesn't take coffee breaks. He don't take tea breaks. He don't go to the bathroom. He don't take nighttime naps and, and sleep over uh, seven hours. He doesn't do any of that. He's a spirit and his job is to plague you. Your job is to not listen. Okay, your job is to choose happiness and to choose the most high. Choose ye this day who you want to serve. So if you continue to choose misery, then you're serving the devil. You are serving Belial, which is wickedness. It's only wickedness and righteousness in the world. So if you choose to choose, uh, if you choose wickedness, then that's where you're rocking. You're rocking with wickedness. You can't blame the most high for nothing, nor can you blame his saints. Okay, because somebody didn't help you, somebody didn't do nothing. No. So here I am with the scriptures. So I want to say, um, for those people who are miserable and they not happy because they don't have this, they don't have that because, oh, I don't have this and that, count your blessings, number one. Number two, I'm going to uh, start reading these scriptures. And uh, Proverbs 17 and 22 says, a merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. If you continue to choose to be miserable, your life is gonna be miserable. And I'm telling you, your emotions, your emotions create um, wellness or dis-ease disease in your body. Your emotions do. So focus on choosing happiness, okay? First Peter five and seven, and this is all from the King James Version. Cast all your cares upon the most high, for he cares about you. Why you keep running to everybody else? Nine times out of 10, they can't help you. Stop running to everybody else, dumping your stuff on them if you're not paying them, number one. And if the most high didn't send them, number two, you're just picking random people to do this and do that. Go find a therapist who can help you, okay? Trust the most high that much to find you a good therapist if you have so many problems because the average person cannot help you with all your problems. They're not equipped, okay? Psalms 37 and four, delight yourself in the most high and he shall give you the desires of your heart. If you're so miserable, you need to be searching for the most high. You don't need to be searching for your next door neighbor. You don't need to be searching for your friend down the block. Oh, let me tell you, um, singing all these sad songs with the tiny violins. Nobody want to hear that. Nobody wants to hear it, honestly. Even those people that's trying to save you, those Captain Save Holes, even them, there's a lot of things that's happening that they are not even going to be able to help you. It's time for you to search for the most high. It's time for you to look within yourself and deal with your own problems because we can't deal with our own problems. There's no such thing as, oh, I can't deal with my problems. I got to go somewhere else. No, if you feel like you cannot deal with your own problems, then go pay somebody to help you because they are trained in school to help you find your, re your resources, realize your resources, and realize um, the strength and the tenacity that you have. That's if you want that. If you want that in a therapist, 
if you want that in a spiritual therapist, because they are therapists that have spiritual um, degrees, go find somebody like that. Don't just dump all your stuff on uh, some unsuspecting person that you call your friend or family member and leave them miserable because it is a spirit, okay? And there are some people that will seek you out. They don't go to nobody else but you. Now, why is that? Because you are a saint trying to find the most high and stay in his will, and the devil is finding you through somebody else. That's what it is. And it's, it could be the closest loved one. It could be the closest whoever, but they are seeking you out, um, especially to make sure that you feel the negativity. You need to start waking up, okay? Wake up, saints. Romans 5 and 2, by whom also we have access by faith unto his grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of the most high. What is hope? Hope is a part of faith. You have that faith, you can move mountains. You have that faith, then you won't have the devil plaguing you. Okay? I'm not saying that it ain't going to be a fight, but look, look, listen to the book of Job the testament of Job, I mean, and see how much faith he had. He didn't even have to fight, do nothing. All he did was stand in the most high's word. And that makes the devil flee. And that's what it is. It just takes time. Like I said, more than, more than likely, these people are unrealistic and the stuff that they have real problems with can be solved. They just don't do it. Hebrews 12, one and two. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed without which, excuse me, let me read again. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which do so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Yahushua, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured being impaled on that tree, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of the Most High Yah. What does that mean? That even Yahshua was sacrificed and he didn't have any sin. That's the only one in this whole wide world that never had sin, nobody. Nobody could say they never had sin. Cause if, you, if the scripture says, if anybody said that they don't have sin, that they ain't a sinner, then they a liar. The only one who didn't have sin is Yeshua. Was he plagued by the devil? Yes, he was. The devil took him up on the mountains when he was um, in the um, desert. 40 days fasting, the devil came and took him up and, and tempted him three times. And what did Yeshua do? Yeshua, they both was fighting with the word of the most high. They was dueling with the word of the most high. I already told you the word in the beginning was the word and the word was with the most high and the word was the most high. I already told you that. That's a part of your armor, swinging the sword of that word. And he sent the devil packing. All the stuff that's plaguing your mind, you can get rid of that. That's what people need to understand. Okay? Now, 
Philippians 4 and 7, and the peace of the Most High Yah, which surpasses all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Yahushua HaMashiach. So if you allow the Most High to stay in your mind and in your heart, keep that uh, spiritual armor on. If you allow them to stay in your heart and in your mind, then the devil can't do nothing to you. I already told you, once you start listening to that constant, 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 constant nonsense in your mind, he got you. The Most High speaks to you in your heart in a small voice. When you stay still and listen to that small voice, it's going to get higher. Does it, does it drown the devil out? Eventually it was. It, it will if you continue to listen to the small voice, but you got to stay still and listen to it. You can't just be all over the place listening to that battlefield that, that's in your mind. Listen to your heart. Listen to it. Proverbs 16 and 20. He that handles a matter wisely shall find good. And whoso trusteth in the most high, happy is he. Yeah. Follow the most high. Choose to be happy. Choose to be happy. Don't keep listening to that dead going stuff that's going on in your mind. Okay? Psalm 16:11. Thou shalt show me the path of life in thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there is pleasure forevermore. Most high watch you at his right hand. I already told you the sheep go to the right and the goats go to the left. You want to stay on that right. Don't go over there with those um, goats on the left hand side. You already know what they're getting. Psalms 37 and 4. Delight yourself also in the most high and he shall give you the desires of your heart. What did I say just now? Delight yourself in the most high. That means choose him, choose happiness, choose joy. And he's going to give you the desires of your heart. If you continue to choose the devil, choose wickedness, choose unrighteousness, that's what you're going to get. You can't run around and try to put it on everybody else because that's what you do when you don't um, choose the most high. You run around and you try to give everybody this like the cooties, like tag. You're it. You're it. Because like I said, misery loves company and it will be more than happy to consume whoever you brought uh, to you to dump the nonsense on. Choose happiness, choose the most high. And he'll give you the des desires of your heart, okay? Because only he knows what you really need, not the devil. The devil is working through you, through your flesh. He's plaguing your mind. That's where the battlefield is. Isaiah 9 and 3. Thou has multiplied the nation and not increased the joy. They joy before thee according to the joy in harvest. And as men rejoice, when they divide the spoil. Now, this is from the Isaiah, who's a major prophet. And he's saying that you multiplying the nation. Okay, you getting everybody together, but you ain't, there's no joy there. You're not, you haven't increased the joy. Not the joy of the most high. Maybe with fleshly things, maybe with things that shouldn't be, but you sure ain't increasing the joy, even though you running everybody, doing all of this and bringing everybody in your mess. 
choose to be happy through the most high. That's what you should be doing. This is my last scripture. And this is, like I said, I just felt like I needed to get on here and I needed to give somebody a word because somebody's suffering. Somebody's suffering with, suffering with somebody else's um, uh, nonsense. That's what they're doing. They're suffering with somebody else's um, misery. And you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be bathing yourself with somebody else's misery. Okay? This is the last one. And then I'm going to sign off. James the Just, who's Yeshua's brother, James 1, verses 2 and 3, and it says, my brethren, my people, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. I already told you the devil tempts you. The most high does not tempt you, okay? Knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. Why is that important? Because if you can spar with the devil and it takes patience and endurance to do it, you can't get it right now, right now, right now. That's not, that's not even uh, realistic. And nine times out of 10, the person who came to you or continues to come to you with nonsense, they want it to go away right now. And they probably made the issue up themselves. They probably made their issue or did something that created the issue. And now they don't want to deal with the issue or don't know how to deal with the issue. And they keep coming to you with it. When the Most High say, there will never be a thing that you cannot handle because I will never put more on you than you can handle. So what is happening with this person? Unless there's a real, real serious matter that needs to be dealt with, I don't feel like you need to step in every time this person cries wolf because you already know when what happened with the story when the child continued to cry wolf, there wasn't a wolf and they made everybody jump, jump, jump until there really was a wolf and nobody helped. What I'm really trying to say is discern, people need to discern how and when to really step in and help somebody. Because nine times out of 10, the person who's crying wolf is not really a wolf. It's something that they don't want to deal with that everybody else deals with on a daily basis. So with that lesson, that short lesson, I hope that somebody can get this word and somebody can hear my, um, my lesson and know that um, try to steer that person in the right direction. Don't take on somebody else's um, stuff because it's going to be like a plague, a dark cloud on you. Misery does love company because misery is a spirit. And what I'm telling you is to do is choose joy. And what I mean by that, choose joy with faith and works. That's what I want you to do. I want you to choose joy with faith and works because faith without works is dead. Okay, you gotta work it. You gotta do something about it. Can't sit there and keep complaining. And you can't go run to somebody, dump to somebody else's stuff and keep going on with your life. Faith without works is dead and choose joy with it, not misery. With that, I say until next time. Hi, we have a new email address and it's cliffnote 
cliffnote1a at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. Cliff note, one word, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. You can send me questions, comments, concerns, or even let me know how I'm doing. Thank you. Hi, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening. Thank you.